Welcome to another edition of Frankly Speaking. I'm your host, Larry Frank, on this last day of March. Hope everybody is doing well. And we have a lots and lots of basically miscellaneous sports stuff to go over with you today. And the first thing we're going to talk about is the NCAA. It came down yesterday. If you have not heard breaking news, the NCAA is allowing all spring athletes, that's spring athletes, to have another year of eligibility next year if they choose to. And this would also allow the universities and the schools to go ahead and use extra scholarship money for returning seniors only. Seems like the only athletic sport that's going to really concern is uh, spring baseball. Baseball is the big revenue uh, maker out of all the spring sports. So coming down yesterday, it is the right thing to do. Definitely is the right thing to do. It just means now that if you were going to play and this was your senior year and maybe you're not sure in the Major League Baseball draft that you're not going to go as high as you want to go, this might be an additional year for those athletes to maybe play one more year and better their position in the Major League Baseball draft. Uh, the actual salary for signing bonuses for a high-quality draft pick in the draft is about $100,000 compared to a late-round draft pick, which is about $20,000. So there's a pretty big difference in that money as far as what you make based on where you draft as a signing bonus. On that same topic, um, Major League Baseball decided to uh, that their pay for minor league players, minor league players, has been extended through May 31st at $400 per week. Under normal circumstances, the league minimum for a AAA player would have been around $502 a week and $350 for a AA player. So Major League Baseball is extending... They are extending their pay through May 31st. I thought there was some other interesting news that uh, concerning baseball, and we'll just knock baseball out pretty quick here. Um, Major League Baseball uh, Players Association Chief Tony Clark uh, made a comment yesterday that players want to play even if that means the fans are watching at home. These players, guys, are getting antsy. They're not used to being home at this time. They're used to the season just beginning, the excitement of the new season, and they, they just want to play baseball right now. And unfortunately, due to the uh, circumstances, they're not able to play. And this is part of the new deal that the Major League Players Association and Major League Baseball just uh, went ahead and signed just the other day. According to multiple reports, 
the deal between the two focuses on the shortened season, as we talked about the other day, with the uh, potential of an expanded playoff field. Uh, where the games will be played would have to be sided, including the potential of playing on neutral sites or in front of no fans at a period of time. And I really think that's the way baseball is going to have to start. Because right now, if you are a baseball fan, you just want to see a game. If you can't go to, yes, I'm going to tell you, there's nothing better than going to a Major League Baseball game. You get on your team colors, you get on your uniforms, you get on your jerseys, you go, you grab a nice cold beer, and you have that hot dog. Oh, nothing better than a ballpark hot dog. But right now, we can't do that because of the social distance and the COVID-19. So we have to think outside the box. And the TV ratings, I could just imagine, they would be outside the roof if you can just put Major League Baseball on TV and think about the, they could make the money back on the advertising dollars alone what they would make with the fans in the stands. Now, I'm not saying I'm in favor of no fans, but you have to do what you have to do to get these players back on the field. And if that's the only way to do it, then so be it. And think about those people that are doing, are paying for those commercials, are paying for those advertisements on TV. So many more people than ever before. It's the only sport that will be on TV. Think of the dollars that these teams are going to generate from advertising alone. I think Tony Clark has something there, and I, I think Major League Baseball should definitely think about doing that. Now, we're going to go to break right here. When we come back, uh, we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit more about uh, a college basketball star here locally that has decided to go to the draft. We'll be back right after this. Hall of Fame coach at UCLA Westwood, star Hall of Fame CLA, won 10 national championships. And I love that statement, and I've told you this before. He said, make every day a masterpiece. That's right. Treat the day so special. Be the best you can be. Have a plan. Make that day so unique and special. Can you imagine if you do that every day? A masterpiece every day, what your life will become? Yes, I think it'd be special, baby. What's up, everyone? This is Jamel Dean from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Just here to leave a quick message to you guys. I understand like, it may be a rough time for certain people who are not used to being stuck in the house all day, but you got to see the positive things that come with it. Like, number one, you get to be home and relax. Like, who doesn't like relaxing and two you get to spend time with your family like this is great bonding time and then three if you got any hobbies take full advantage of being able to do things you really like doing on, on your free time 
And then if you just do those three things, this situation not going to be as bad as you think it is. And it's really going to blow over quick. So I'm going to just leave you with this message. Stay home and stay strong. Oh, and one more thing. Don't make a scene. It's just Dean. What's up, everyone? This Welcome back to Frankly Speaking. I'm your host, Larry Frank. want to remind everyone that you can contact us. One way is to leave a message on our message link at the end of this podcast. Also, you can go to franklyspeaking528 at gmail.com. We have a Twitter page, at Larry Frankis. That's U.S. at the end. And we also have a uh, Facebook page called Frankly Speaking. So there's many ways to contact us. We'd love to hear any questions, concerns, thoughts you have about anything going on in the world of sports or lack of what's going on in the world of sports, please contact us. Uh, this Thursday, uh, we're going to gear up for what would have been champion, uh, uh, championship weekend, uh, the Final Four. Uh, Dickie V had in the Final Four Gonzaga, Seton Hall, Michigan State, and Florida State. Those were the teams he picked the other day when he when we heard from him through video on our show. Uh, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see what Dickie V thinks will be the championship game, but uh, it was supposed to be a great time, and we're going to have a special guest for you this Thursday. Uh, we're going to speak to Ryan Cardock, the former assistant uh, coach of James Madison University and Bowling Green Basketball. He'll join us live on Frankly Speaking uh, to discuss what might have been uh, and a little bit about his career. So definitely make sure to tune in for Ryan Cardock on, uh, on this Thursday. That's not tomorrow, the day after. Uh, before we went, we had some breaking news uh, locally from um, the Arkansas Razorbacks that Mason Jones, the SEC leading scorer this year, has, desire, has decided to enter the NBA or declare himself eligible for the NBA draft, but has chose to do it without an agent. So what that means in retrospect is that he can decide to come back if he does not sign back to the Arkansas Razorbacks. Now, you know, we looked at this and on the depth charts, according to your NBA draft experts, he's picked to be about the 70th pick in the draft. So a little surprising that uh, Mason Jones would go uh, declare himself. I thought he'd maybe want to better his position a little bit, but we'll see what happens. We'll see if he signs or if he comes back uh, to the uh, Arkansas Razorbacks next season. Ian Rappaport, the great, great NFL expert, uh, came out with a very interesting tweet yesterday, and I thought it was pretty amazing because 
They were talking about the NFL expanding the playoffs, which we've all heard about. Actually, they will be voting on that today. The NFL does have a meeting. Uh, however, they're doing the meeting. I'm sure it's virtually. But um, they're going to vote on expanding the playoffs. Now, an interesting stat from Ian Rappaport was that if the playoffs would have been extended from just two teams more, from 12 teams to 14 teams, an additional 60 teams would have, would have qualified for the playoffs since 1990. That's an additional 60 teams. Now, of that 60, uh, excuse me, of that 60 teams, only one of the 60 teams, that's just one of 60, would have qualified with a losing record. That means 59 more teams would have made the playoffs with a winning record. And, and that brings me to the disturbing point. You need to have more teams in the playoffs in the NFL. It never made sense to me how you can have a 10-6 and six record in the NFL and not make it to the playoffs. Another thing they need to figure out, you got teams winning these conferences at 8-8. Eight and eight. I think one year, just recently, somebody won their division at 7-9. and nine. A losing record, they make the playoffs, Why a team that is 10-6 and six stays home. It does, didn't make sense. I love the idea of going to two more teams, and what this tells you with... There being just one of 60 teams since 1990, the last 30 years, that would have made it with a losing record is the NFL is right. They need more teams. That's what those records are telling you. You need to have more teams in the playoffs. So I think the vote will go, and I, I think it could start as soon as this year. Now, after I read that Ian Rappaport report, I, which I just thought was amazing, um, I got another tweet that I thought was very interesting. It was actually an interview with Chris Godwin. And we talk so much, and everybody on that listens to this show knows I'm in favor of Jameis Winston, and I think he has the potential to be a terrific quarterback in the NFL. Um it was very interesting, and I've said a, a lot of this before, but Chris Godwin came out yesterday in a great interview uh, that I want to play for you uh, that he was actually defending his former quarterback. Would, would you say that his potential and all of the amazing stats that he's been able to put up is worth it? That with all the turnovers that comes with it too, is it worth it? I think so because you know, like there, there's some things that he does that you you just can't teach. You know, he has he has some elite abilities that you can't teach, and you know, obviously, like the turnover, like nobody wants turnovers, but you know, there's going to be some kind of trade off. The best thing that you can do is try to minimize those turnovers. I've heard you step up and say like, yeah, you know, some of those turnovers weren't all on Jameis. Like, what are the turnovers you feel like? All right, here's an area he can improve. And what are the turnovers you're like, here's where we can improve as yeah. a, a 
Unit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like there, like there have been times, you know, where maybe he held onto the ball too long, and you know what I mean. There would be like a strip sack, or, or there was a or like a bad read on his part, you know, and he threw it to the wrong guy, or you know what I mean. But on the other side, like there have been t- like a bunch of times, or not, a, there have been times where receivers have either ran the wrong route, you know, like I've I've been, I've been guilty of either like running the wrong route or just being in like in a different spot than he thought I was going to be, and then mm-hmm. you get an interception, you get a turnover. And so it's like, you know, it's it's not just him. It's it's the collective. And I think people that like are really entrenched in football like understand that that the quarterback gets a lot of like a lot more to blame than they deserve. You know, sometimes they get a lot more of the credit than they deserve too. But like that's just the nature of the position. Well, then for Jameis, did he get more of the blame or more of the credit that he deserved? Like, where where do you think he balanced? What was fair? for how he should have been regarded with Tampa Bay? Um, I definitely think he got more of the blame than he deserved. Um, like I said, I, I think I think he's a really, really talented quarterback. Obviously, like, there's some things that he does that like I said, you can't teach. You know, and there's some plays like that he made that just they just weren't smart plays. But the a lot of the, the interceptions and the mistakes that he made, I, w- I would say like at least half of them were because of a bad read on somebody else's part. You know what I mean? And the great thing about him is he's not going to go up there. He's not going to throw anybody under the bus. You know, he's going to, he's going to own up to, he's going to take it and he's going to be a leader. And like I said, like there, there's respect to that. That was Chris Godwin. Uh, the 1000 yard, uh, receiving yards receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers talking about his quarterback, Jameis Winston. We'll be back. Right after this message. I'm Dave Van Horn, the head baseball coach at the University of Arkansas. As you know, baseball is a great team game, and it takes everybody to do their job if we're going to win. Join us as we team up to stop the spread of COVID-19. Make sure you wash your hands regularly, practice social distancing, and limit gatherings to fewer than 10. And take your signs from the governor, the CDC, and other state officials. And at the same time, get out and enjoy the beauty of our great state. Thank you, and go Hogs. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Larry Frank from Frankly Speaking. want to remind you that during this tough time, during this time where pretty much it feels like the whole United States of America is in total lockdown, please, 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 let's get out there and let's support our local businesses. There are a lot of businesses that are struggling right now and don't know if they're going to make it through this or not, especially the restaurants, especially those small mom-and-pop restaurants, some of those sports bars that you enjoy so much when you're, you are able to watch the games live. You would go to these sports bars. They take care of you. They give you a nice cold brew. They give you some chicken wings that you eat and everything. And you love the experience. Well, now they're suffering and they need your help. You could be the difference between them making it or not making it as a business. So let's give these locals a call. Let's order a delivery or carryout order. You got to eat anyway. Why not do it and keep these guys in business? I know they will surely appreciate it. And I want to thank you in advance for everything you can do to help. 
Welcome back to Frankly Speaking. Want to remind you that we now have a new office. We are coming to you live from Bentonville, Arkansas, just about 20 miles uh, north of the University of Arkansas Razorbacks. Sweet! But we want to also let you know that we will be having, once again, a special guest this Thursday, uh, Ryan Coddock, the former assistant coach of James Madison University and Bowling Green, will be joining us live here on Franklin, Frankly Speaking Hotline. So please, you don't want to miss that. We'll be talking a little bit about March Madness and actually the extending of eligibility among uh, players, uh, spring athletes in the NCAA. Now, you know, this is a time where we should basically be getting into the last game of the first series of baseball. You know, the Rays would be playing their fourth game versus the Pirates right now, hoping to go for the sweep at Tropicana Field. Uh, and obviously, we we don't know yet when we're finally going to get that to happen. All of us sports fans out there, we're trying to find different things to do. You know, I love watching some old games, but there's only so many old games that we can watch. And you think we're having issues. We talked about earlier about the players, they don't know what to do. Well, the, mo the wonderful and beautiful Trisha Whitaker of Fox Sports yesterday caught up with Kevin Cash to find out what he was doing during this pause in baseball. I mean, during this time away from baseball, does it kind of just make you appreciate a little bit more? I mean, not that anyone was ever unappreciative, but does it make you appreciate a little bit more, even some of the nuances of going to the field or turning on the broadcast and watching the game? Oh, gosh. I think it makes us appreciative of everything we've done. You know, you kind of puts everything in perspective when you can't do it. But um, it's totally different for us. Totally different. When you something you've known for 22 years straight and all of a sudden it's changed, it's just weird. It's surreal. It's very surreal. And just on top of that, I think that, you know, we appreciate our fans so much. And, and what we experienced in 2019 was pretty fun, pretty special for all of us. It's so easy to get sidetracked off the, the industry and the competition where at the end of the day, we're performing, we're trying to put smiles on people's faces. This is going to get to the, get us back to that at some point. And that, that's probably, uh, we need to be hit in the face a little bit with it at times as players, as staff members, as managers, we're here for the fans and, and, we're not able to do what we feel we're good at, and that's put smiles on people's faces, and we want to get back to doing that. That was Kevin Cash and his lovely wife talking to Trisha Whitaker on Fox Sports Sun. We want to thank Fox Sports Sun very much for tweeting that to us so that we would have it available for our show today. And, you know, we've talked about baseball many times. You know, I'm sitting in my office right now. I have it decorated with a bunch of... I'm looking at the St. Louis Cardinals hat. My New York Mets hat. I actually have a Pittsburgh Pirates 1994 All-Star Game hat. The year they re, uh, did the Roberto Clemente statue in front of the stadium out there. Just, just a beautiful hat. And I'm looking at all my bobbleheads of... 
Carl Crawford and Kevin Kermeyer and Blake Snell and Evan Longoria and so on and so on. Baseball, it's the greatest sport in the world. It's American game, baby. But as of now, and we've mentioned this a number of times, and it's still the same plan that Major League Baseball would love to start games at the beginning of June, which would would fit in perfect with what the president's trying to do with, you know, stay at home till the 30th of April. That would still give the teams three weeks of some get conditioning, playing some preseason games, and then starting the season. They would like to have at least 140 games. They would like to push the season ahead through October, as I said earlier in our broadcast, and have it go through November with the World Series concluding in November. Obviously, they would have to decide based on the weather at those times, uh, some neutral sites should, and this would only really have to go into effect, should a cold weather team like the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Mets, uh, the Tigers, uh, Chicago, uh, the Cubs, all White Sox, one of those cold weather teams, uh, Cleveland, would be involved in the world, in the playoffs, or in the World Series. So, you know, it definitely can be done. They're talking that they would at least have to have one, each team one or two doubleheaders uh, per week. And I'm going to tell you something. When I was a kid, doubleheaders were common. We, I, as a kid, I would remember, I, if I didn't go to the game, I would go down there, I would either be in Comac, New York, or Sharon, Massachusetts, and I would just say, okay, Mom, I'm going to be downstairs for the rest of the day. We have two games. And you didn't have these doubleheaders where you played one game at one, and then you had a three- or four-hour layoff, and you came back at 8 o'clock and played. You would finish game one, go inside, take about 45 minutes to relax or maybe get something in your system, and then you would come out and you would play game two. That's how it was. See, depth wins games. And it really shows sign of depth when you can win a lot of games in a season that is marked with a bunch of double headers. Yes, you'll lose a little bit of attendance money, but believe me, these teams are not hurting for money. They may say they're hurting for money, but they'll find a way to recoup that money back up. So I can't wait for the baseball season to get started. As I mentioned earlier, our office is complete here in Ventonville, Arkansas, and we are welcoming as many guests to come online with us and talk to us as possible. The only function we don't have yet is the ability for you to call in while we're doing the podcast, but we do have the ability of you to give us a message link at the end of this podcast, or to go to our email address at franklyspeaking528 at gmail.com. We'll put your questions, we'll put your concerns, we'll put your topics on the air. But if you're an NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL uh, representative, reporter, you work for a team, you're an athlete, we'd love to get you on the show 
and we love to talk to you. Want to remind you once again, Ryan Cardock, former USF Bulls basketball player, back from 2008 to 2010, as well as former James Madison University and Bowling Green assistant coach, will be joining us this Thursday, live on Frankly Speaking. You don't want to miss that. So we have a lot going on. Uh, we're looking forward. We're growing. You can listen to our podcast on Twitter at Larry Frankus. That's a U.S. at the end. Go to my Facebook page, Frankly Speaking. We have a lot of great things going on. We can't wait till sports begin again. And, we'll look, and we're looking very forward to seeing you tomorrow at the same time. Everybody have a great day and God bless.